0: Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. I'm joined by Sinn Fein Deputy Johnny Moythan. Good morning to Johnny. Good
1: morning, Alan. uh,
0: A lot of emails come our way, but this one really jumped out at me. You have uh, described it as shocking. Um, and it's a shortage of home carers, and you you call it CHO five. So straight away, what are we talking about when we mention CHO five, Johnny? It's basically
1: community healthcare organisations, Alan. There's five in the, in the whole com- or sorry, there's nine in the whole country, and uh, we're CHO, we're we're in CHO five category, which basically means we're, we're in, we're in a, an area from Tipperary, North Tipperary, uh, Carlow, to Kenny, Walford, and ourselves, Wexford.
0: Right. Shed some light on this. You describe it as shocking. Why is it shocking and very disappointing? They're the words you use in your own email. Well, Alan, out um, out of the
1: nine CHO areas across the state, uh, the CHO five, which includes obviously Arsenal or Wexford, there's over one thousand five hundred sixty-one people waiting to be confined to care. And this is the highest waiting list uh, in in the nine areas, and it's almost double the figure for, for, for some areas. But, you know, the nearest one to us would be uh, CHO two, which was six hundred. Or sorry, would would be CHO four, which was six hundred fifty-one, and we're actually on one thousand five hundred sixty-one. Uh, this is this, uh, shocking, uh, Alan. In, in December, the 14th December, he actually brought a report on this. It was called Regulation of Healthcare, and they they themselves have highlighted the the, 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 the huge gap in services provided that many people are left with, without services in their own homes. And we all know, Alan, that that you know that people can be treated in their own homes. and obviously it, it leaves hospitals uh, less less pressure where people could be discharged from hospitals, but they can't because of no cares. There's people left nursing homes to come home and they have no carers. And this is a really serious situation. And it's up to everyone, Alan, not not just us. It's up to everybody to keep, you know, to keep, keep the government's feet to keep the fire on this one. Yeah, Because I, really I, they're, they're ignoring the situation, Alan. It's really, 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 really uh, uh, um, important.
0: Yeah. Can you just make that clearer for me there? So you're talking about people, are these people who would like to be able to go back to their home, but they can't because the carers are not yeah. there to look after them, to do the caring role? Yeah, that's that's some that's some of
1: it, Alan. But you know, you have people who 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 are who are vulnerable as well, uh, disabilities, uh, who live in their own homes, but they're not getting the proper care. And you know, this is this is serious. We know there there there, there is a shortage in in, in the carers' uh, um, organisations. But look, we're we're just calling on uh, you know the government to, to really engage with the, the, the private and, and the community voluntary home care providers and look to, to, to incentivise and you know, and give them progression of terms and conditions. Right. Johnny, you know, can, can, you get,
0: can you give me some examples maybe just think about it because I'm going to read out a text to you from a, a listener who says um, I worked as a carer for almost six years I absolutely loved the job but the company wouldn't pay proper mileage I was driving miles every day listen to this Johnny one day I drove 107 kilometres and got paid 20, 20 euro so I had to leave how can carers do this? I mean Johnny that's a very strong text is a strong message? Yeah. Well, that, that was
1: uh, the government actually admitted that that there that, that was a major problem in this, but they've got to act on it, Alan. I I, I know what to keep on it, but but for God's sake, this is this is really this, this is something. You know, if the government look at it uh, positively, it saves them thousands, millions and millions each year. You know, the figure of something like twenty billion every year because it costs roughly to keep a person in in a residential area or in a residential home costs roughly about eighty thousand. A year yeah that 's a rough, rough figure so but that person just, make... just
0: that person just messaged in there johnny there 's someone who obviously loves the job, but financially they 're out of pocket for doing the job, so that that has to be addressed straight away doesn 't it and if there are other people similar to that person who contacted Orla five three nine one four five two two who have a similar story to tell, so there are people out there who would do the job if they were paid properly.
1: Without a doubt, Alan, I mean, uh, a lot of this is, is, is done on a voluntary basis as well. And pe- people are, 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 you know, they're, they're on social for payments, but they're only allowed work 18, 18 hours uh, uh, a week. So if that could be kind of quick, quickly uh, uh, introduce a, a relief system for that, it would increase the capacity straight away. Yeah. But Alan, it really is, like, I, I get this I'm, in the last, I'd say the last year and a half, especially with the pandemic, uh, people are really at their tether and, and it really is dreadful that, that people are phoning us up. They, they want, their, they want their, their partners or their husbands or wives to come home yeah. uh, from residential and they can't bring them home because of that. But, but once they're home, Alan, you know, that's where, that's where the best community care is. That, that, that's where the, the most loving care is. And that's where they will be looked after and where to feel at, at home. Yeah. And let's face it, Alan, if you're in your 80s or 90s, like, your your time is, is, is limited so it's very important that you spend it in, in, in your own in your own environment in your own home
0: yeah, have you have you got examples like we took a call Siobhan took a call and we won't go through the story just yet from a lady who finds herself in that situation at the moment who would love to come home and I can't don't want to give the area I don't want to give the details because it was a, a contact we had but very similar to what you've just told us this lady would like to go home her husband is elderly he, she wants to go home to him but is not in a position to do so because of what we're talking about Johnny the caring situation so have you got similar stories to share with us?
1: Uh, Alan there's numerous it's not just similar it really is it, that's something that's why I'm actually on, on this morning, just to emphasise to everyone, please do something about this. It, it, it really is essential that that, that that people are who are able to come home, Who, who you know, who, 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 if we can provide cares for them, they can come home. And as simple as, simple as that But as I said to you, when you see the 1,561 who have been consigned, but haven't been consigned yet, uh, it, it, it really is shocking. Shocking to me. It's shocking to, to, to county to Wexford and, 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 and every TD out there. It's not just across, across the parties. Yeah. Every TDA has come across this, and it really is a serious, serious situation. Right. And it's a situation that, can, you know, as I said, the mind boggles a little bit when you said it. The government can actually, you know, they're actually, to be bluntly about it, and, and if they want to go the economic way, they're actually saving them money. Yeah. So, I mean, so as you said, I, 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 I spoke to a lot of carers. And a lot of these carers, Alan, just to just give, give, you, give you a brief, like, a lot of these carers, you know, they, treat, they, 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 they care for about four to eight clients a day, you know, and and, and, and they're really, they're really, they brilliant people. Uh, they, they need to be looked after. They really do. Uh, as you said, it's not a vocation for most of those people who are really involved and they love doing what they're doing.
0: Okay, and, well, look, you, know, uh, you, you posed a parliamentary question. It exposed the deficit. Uh, what happens next then? Will you continue to follow this up on with uh, yes, your yes. fellow Oireachtas members and Indole Aaron?
1: Yes, yes uh, 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 like the, our spokesperson for, for Disability and carers is, is Pauline Cully, and she's on this uh, harping every day. But it's not just, a, as I said, Alan, it's not just uh, the opposition put, 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 putting pressure on. I mean, HICWA has, has, has put, produced a full report on this regulation of health healthcare. And reading is is, is really disturbing. Like it like it, it 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 just says that they highlighted the huge gap in this, yeah. and that was the fifteenth of December. And and you know the last the last three or four. This is not just happening. You know, it's happening uh, over a couple of years. And and we highlighted this as much as we could. But look, at the government's got to, got to put the feet, the feet to the fire here right. and really say, listen, do something about it. You and, know? and
0: I mean, that comment that came from the carer who, uh, read reading it again, drove 107 kilometres and got paid €20, Euro, so they had to leave because they just simply couldn't afford to do the job. Um, a, a text, another comment has come in, if it's so serious, why don't the government jump in and help pay the travel for the, those people in the caring profession? That's a strong, that's a fair point, isn't it? Yes,
1: that's, that's a fair point, Alan. But look, yeah. at, I, I've spoken to carers as well, and, and what oh, was happening with some carers, well, I and mean, just, just to give you something that's happening on the ground is that you know, they're actually their time with, with, with their clients was actually being cut to 15, cut down to 15 minutes a slot, which was impossible because one woman told me she goes in. Uh, she 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 gets the, you know she's dealing with an, an, an old man, an old person. Uh, she gets him up, she dresses him, and she, obviously she does extra because she likes the fire and everything. And that, but she said she, to do that in fifteen minutes is absolutely impossible.
0: Right, jo- Johnny. So they, there's they
1: actually an actually work over to claim You know. Yeah.
0: Look. Yeah. That, that, they're they're very interesting points that you've raised there, and it's getting a lot of reaction, a lot of traction on the program already. Like this is one. I would love to do c- uh, caring. I work in a nursing home doing housekeeping for eight years, but it would cost me over one thousand euro to train. Now there's an interesting point raised by somebody who would like to move into the caring role. So there are people texting this programme to say they'd love to do the job, but uh, there's obviously barriers to them doing the job financially, or in this case, a €1,000 to train. Have you come across this before?
1: Yes, Alan, I have come across it, and and the situation is that once you sign up uh, uh, for the training, if you don't complete the training, you still have to pay for the training. And that's one of one of the issues that, that, that we would have as well. Like if you're if it's a thousand Euro yeah. if you if you decide let's say after two or three weeks that's just not for you, you can't handle it, you will still have to pay the, the one thousand euro back.
0: Right, Johnny, look, you've started the ball rolling on this, we're going to keep the ball rolling, and I promise you we will follow up more on it, because to me this is a, a very important area, well, and I can. I always gauge by the texts and comments coming in, and this one is getting traction. You but, you, you but, mentioned about PCR testing for healthcare staff, so can we conclude by going on to that, please? Do you have a concern over that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I, I think that, that there should be a priority PCR testing for healthcare staff, you know, you know, including home care workers. Like, Obviously, as I said before, the example I gave, Alan, some, some of these... Uh, uh, carers actually I have eight clients, so that's eight households they travel through each day. So it's obvious that, like that, that that they need they need it. That, that, that. And just Helen, just like to say like, like there's a famous quote is a true measure of any society can be found in how it treats its most vulnerable members.
0: Well I want to get this text to you before I conclude. Uh, it's just come in I'm a home carer. We get paid buttons for the work we do. Cars broken up on bad country roads is just crazy. We get up to twelve euro fifty an hour and after two weeks driving, listen to this Johnny, they got twelve euro in miles each. Sure, that's crazy. That, that's yeah, shocking. Well, the, I, I, you, you use the word shocking. I 100% agree with you. It's absolutely yeah. disgraceful.
1: Yeah, it, it, it really is. And, and considering what they're actually doing and considering what they're saving, they're saving actually actually the, the country. Uh, uh, look, as I said to you, it needs to be, the terms and conditions offered, the staff should, should be the same as, as directly as, by, as paid by the, by the HSE. And that, that's, that's our stand for that. And that. That's what should happen now. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views.